0: The PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. What if we could block a protein to stop runaway cell division? Dana-Farber Cancer Institute laid the foundation for CDK4-6 inhibitors, drugs designed to treat many advanced breast cancers. Learn more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere.
1: For more on the presidential race and Ukrainian President Zelensky's trip to Washington, it's time for Politics Monday with Amy Walter of The Cook Political Report, with Amy Walter and Tamara Keith of NPR. Hello, hello. 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 So, Donald Trump's support now tops 50 percent in Iowa. Let's put a marker on that and talk about the Democrats, because we just heard all about the Republicans. Tam, you were just in New Hampshire. And Dean Phillips, with his long-shot primary challenge, he's now saying that Joe Biden presents a threat to democracy. What's that all about?
2: Well, he, the threat that he says Joe Biden presents is that Joe Biden could lose to Donald Trump. Uh, and and he says that Trump is a uniquely dangerous figure in our history. So uh, it, it's a secondary argument, but, but, or two steps removed kind of argument. Phillips is out there saying that basically Joe Biden's poll numbers aren't great, which is a true fact, uh, and that somehow he is the solution. Um, what he says is that, in in polling, Donald Trump uh, versus a generic Democrat performs better... Uh, the generic Democrat performs better than Joe Biden. Uh, and uh, Dean Phillips then says, you know, you can call me generic if you want to. Uh, <laughs> so his, his argument is basically um, that... that in a a race between a ham sandwich and Donald Trump, a ham sandwich could do quite well. And he's happy to be the ham sandwich. But it's really not clear that that is uh, an argument that would hold up uh, going beyond New Hampshire. And the thing with New Hampshire is, Joe Biden is not on the ballot in New Hampshire. So, uh, you know, on election night, when the results come in, Dean Phillips, his whole theory of the case, his plan is that he will win New Hampshire. But what is winning? Uh, if the incumbent president isn't on the ballot. So I asked him that. What do you expect the headline to be? He said, wow.
1: <laughs> OK. Well, meantime, President Biden is increasingly calling out Donald Trump by name. And I'm told by uh, Democratic officials that we should expect more of that, that yep. President Biden should not just uh, target Donald Trump by name, but that he's also going to point to what he sees as extremist policies, about like abortion, for instance, and what's A- happening absolutely. in
0: Texas. Look, if we're going to talk about the poll numbers, it is true that Joe Biden is in a world of hurt for an incumbent president going into a presidential year. Opinions about his handling of the presidency, very low, lower than even, I think, where Donald Trump was at this point going into 2020. Opinions about the economy, opinions about who do a better job on the economy. All those are terrible numbers for the incumbent. He can't afford this to be a race that right now is about him. It has to be about the the stake, what's at stake if Donald Trump is elected. At the same time, I was just, before I got here, was looking through the new uh, Wall Street Journal poll, which asked the question, were you better off? Did you think the policies of Trump or Biden made you better off? And for Trump, by a 12-point margin, people said they were better off with Trump policies. For Biden, it was minus 30. So people feel as if they were, life was better when Donald Trump was president for them. The challenge then for Biden is to, and his campaign, is to make the case, much like Nikki Haley did there, that actually things weren't that great. Remember the chaos when he was president? And also they're not going to be any better because, as you point out, on issues like abortion, that wasn't on the ballot in 2020, it is now. January 6th hadn't happened when people were voting. It's, this is going to be the seminal issue in 2024. Is it about things that are happening to people right now that they feel upset about, Mm -hmm. which they will blame the president for, or is it about things that they think will happen in the future with a Donald Trump that, has already been president and they know they know about but he's not in front of their face every moment.
1: Looking ahead to New Hampshire because President Biden has decided to skip New Hampshire's first in the nation primary. His name isn't on the ballot, which means that there is this grassroots effort to to mount a write-in campaign. How's that going?
2: Right, there is a dispute between the Democratic National Committee and the state and In the end, New Hampshire gets snubbed. Joe Biden isn't on the ballot. Uh, But there is this write-in campaign, the Write-In Biden uh, campaign, and it is extremely grassroots. I was on a Zoom call with a, a group, a, you know, a county Democratic uh, Party group that was talking to one of the organizers of this grassroots effort. They're, they're there. They're looking for volunteers to go stand outside of every single polling place with a sign that says, write in Biden. There are 21 candidates for uh, the Democratic nomination in New Hampshire, because New Hampshire is quirky, uh, and <laughs> ballot access is pretty easy. And so they have to not only convince people, like, even though the president isn't on the ballot, you should go through the trouble of voting. And then also that you should look past all 21 people, find the empty bubble, bubble that in, and then write Joe Biden. The thing they do have going for them is that Joe Biden is easy to spell. (laughs) That's true. That is true. (laughs) Although his campaign can't. Oh, his, do this work. Oh, his campaign yeah. is very much not involved in this. This is not their thing. They are very happy continuing to keep uh, New Hampshire not in the conversation. Uh, but the these New Hampshire... Uh, and it's like the establishment, the Democratic establishment of New Hampshire who feel snubbed. Uh, they are out there to prove New Hampshire's value. And they're also out there to try to prove that Joe Biden does have enthusiasm um, because if he were to lose or not perform well, then all of the stuff that Amy just talked about, um, you know, the the narrative, if you will, would be about weakness.
1: You know, Amy, ever since President Biden said in that fundraiser last week that he's not sure if he'd be running if Donald Trump wasn't also in this race, let's say Donald Trump's candidacy collapses for whatever reason. And president biden decides to hang up his cleats he says look the premise for my campaign isn't what it used to be i'm going to pass the torch what would that do to the democratic nominating process
0: Um, (laughs) that is an excellent question because right now so many deadlines have already passed to get on the ballot in certain states and so you're you're really i guess you could maybe move some of the filing deadlines get people on the ballot a lot of this depends on This hypothetical when he makes that decision. Now, at the end of the day, it's the delegates at the convention. It's a convention that ultimately nominates the president and vice president, um, if that were to come down to that point. But I think we're getting to the place now where, if you are the Democratic Party, you have this opportunity. New Hampshire is going to be a test case. The opportunity to say, if you don't don't really want to see Biden on the ticket, which Voters in polling, Democratic voters, have been saying they'd like a different candidate. Are they going to pick somebody they don't really know very well, don't know much about, to send a message? Um, And if so, will that message be received by Joe Biden? New Hampshire has been notorious for taking incumbent presidents and embarrassing them, (laughs) Um, George uh, H.W. Bush being the most recent with the challenge against uh, that candidacy uh, from Pat Buchanan. Obviously, Lyndon Johnson, who soon after he almost lost the primary, ended up announcing he wasn't running for re-election.
1: Well, thank you for indulging that thought experiment. (laughs) We we didn't get to talk about uh, President Zelensky's visit to Washington tomorrow, but we'll have extensive coverage Of of that on this program tomorrow. Good to see you both. Thank you. Thanks.